Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Friends Indeed podcast. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader, doing a uh, quick special edition. It is uh, Christmas morning here in Pasadena, 2022. So Merry Christmas to everyone who are celebrating. Happy holidays. So I'm, uh, I'm coming in this morning for a quick, just a quick offering around homelessness on this day, on this day of celebration uh, for millions and millions of people. Uh, it also happens to be heading into the last, uh, last day of Hanukkah, and I know that Kwanzaa begins uh, tomorrow, so depending on when you're listening to this, it's a holiday week. So I'm coming in because Friends Indeed, uh, as you probably know, supports uh, those experiencing homelessness uh, and poverty, those at risk of becoming homeless. And uh, in the last week, I read a few things uh, that uh, really caught my attention, wanted to share a little bit uh, about them. So first of all, I uh, received the... Uh, President, President Biden, Vice President Harris, their administration's strategic plan for ending homelessness called All In. And I I appreciate, first of all, that there is a plan uh, to prevent and end homelessness. It's a pretty comprehensive plan, and I have read most of it. It is... uh, that's not true. I've read I've read all of it. I I should read it again. It's it's seventy pages, but some things jumped out at me. First of all, that that there is a plan and that there is a goal, and I I really appreciate uh, the president and his administration uh, focusing on this. And he has a pretty ambitious goal uh, by twenty twenty five at the point in time count, which is every January, which is coming up in a few weeks. By 2025, at this count, the uh, homelessness population in uh, in the United States will be cut by 25 percent. 25 percent, and uh, that's an ambitious goal. I am all in favor of that. Obviously, I wish we could uh, cut it uh, even more, but uh, it's a realistic, uh, perhaps to set ambitious goals, but uh, a sense that it might be accomplishable. I'm a little skeptical that we can do that, but I'm all in favor of setting big goals. So here are some things that I wanted to, uh, to share today. So in the proposed budget for uh, homelessness, so first of all, in March... President proposed a $5.8 trillion budget for fiscal year 2023. And in that, $8.7 billion in federal funding for homelessness assistance program, programs. $32.1 billion to renew all existing housing choice vouchers and expand assistance to more than 200,000 households. 11% increase of $363 million in HUD's homeless assistance grants. $328 million to increase for capital funding to preserve public housing. 
and uh, some other uh, other amounts uh, to help with uh, low-income housing, low-income housing tax credits, and dealing with the sheer lack of affordable housing. So let's uh, see here. $5.8 trillion budget. It's a pretty staggering number to, uh, to try and uh, wrap our heads around. And of that $5.8 trillion, $8.7 billion in federal funding for homelessness assistance programs. So on the face of it, that seems like a lot. And the CARES Act, American Recovery Act, uh, provided an American uh, Rescue Plan, pardon me, provided uh, billions of dollars. And uh, lest I be completely uh, pessimistic here, this will have the most, the most money perhaps in a generation or more to help with our epidemic of homelessness here in our country. Which is amazing. So why am I here to challenge this a little bit? Because in the same week that I read this, last week's Sunday New York Times, December 18th, the headline, the top article, says, Bonanza for arms makers as military budget surges. Amid the Ukraine war and growing threats, the U.S. plans to spend $858 billion in spending. $858 billion. And let's just go back to what we were talking about. That's $858 billion of the $5.8 trillion budget in comparison to the $8.7 billion in federal funding for homelessness. $858 billion in military spending, Pentagon spending, $8.7 billion in federal funding for homelessness assistance programs. So here's what, how the article starts. The prospect of growing military threats from both China and Russia is driving bipartisan support for a surge in Pentagon spending, setting up another potential boom for weapons makers that's likely to extend beyond the war in Ukraine. Congress is on track in the coming week, which is this past week, to give final approval to a national military budget for the current fiscal year that is expected to reach approximately $858 billion or $45 billion above what President Biden had requested. The article goes on. If approved at this level, the Pentagon budget will have grown at 4.3% year over year the last two years, even after inflation, compared with an average of less than 1% a year in real dollars between 2015 and 2021. Spending on procurement would rise sharply next year, including a 55% jump in Army funding to buy new missiles, 
and a 47% jump for the Navy's weapons purchases. 4.3% year-over-year the last two years compared to an average of less than 1% a year from 2015 to 2021. So this is an ongoing challenge, I think. And there is a famous phrase uh, that we often hear that budgets are moral documents. What does that mean? Budgets are moral documents. That if we look at a country's budget, what we spend the most on, what we prioritize, speaks volumes regardless of what we say we prioritize. Said another way, we can be all in favor of ending homelessness in our country. We can be all in favor of taking care of the most needy, although I would say uh, a lot of people are not all in favor of that. However, I think a vast majority of people would say they would like to uh, end homelessness, to have an opportunity to have a country that doesn't have uh, a million or more people on our streets. But budgetary priorities say different. $858 billion, that's just a year, in spending for the Pentagon compared with $8.7 billion in federal funding for homelessness assistance programs. So let's see. 858 minus 8. So 850 billion more for Pentagon spending than for federal funding for homelessness. Now don't get me wrong. I think what's happening in the Ukraine is an atrocity. It's a war crime. This is a war of, of absolute uh, moral degradation. It's a genocide that Putin is trying to uh, wage on the people of Ukraine. And I thought the speech that President Zelensky gave to Congress last week was incredibly powerful. Not sure it moved the minds of people who don't want to support giving them more arms. And it, it seems that what uh, the President Zelensky came to request, he didn't leave with uh, a lot of it in terms of uh, military arms, missiles, jets, tanks. But because we have provided so much funding and provided so much hardware, we are short on our hardware. And so we have to uh, rebuild, to replenish the weapons that we have in order to, what we think, maintain a sense of safety in the world. Now, I don't want to get uh, on record here of the exact numbers, but it's often been shown that the United States spends more in military spending than all of the other developing nations, the developed uh, world, largest economies, however you want to put it, Combined, we spend more than all the other countries 
combined on our military. And yet other countries have a much less homelessness rate, have a much less poverty rate, have more safety nets for single mothers, for children, for those experiencing addiction, release from incarceration, of which we have the most people incarcerated than any other country in the entire world. But we have the largest military budget. And that's really all I came on to say on this morning. And so I invite us, whether you're listening to this today or whenever you're listening to this, it it bears discussion. On the one hand, the president is providing more support, more funding for homelessness than we've seen in so many years, and in real dollars, perhaps the most spending, percentage-wise, of the budget, and has a plan. This is a plan. The question is going to be, how do we get this funding out to the people, which is going to be the states, local governments, the continuums of care, to the agencies, the people who are doing the work each and every day. Because if there's not enough housing, if there are not enough case managers, if there are not enough agencies with enough dollars, with enough staff to provide the supportive services needed, 25% reduction in homelessness can never happen. Because we can only help as many people in the housing first model as there is housing. And so I invite us to pay attention, to be engaged. So think about this. Talk about this. I know it's not the most exciting of holiday conversations. Maybe you're not going to be uh, the best party guest, I'm often told. I'm not the best party guest if I want to talk about these kind of issues, if I want to talk about torture, homelessness, poverty. But it's important. And it's not to say that the people of Ukraine don't need our support and that Putin's war and his aggression and his absolute maniacal goals, they need to be stopped. But $5.8 trillion budget, there should be enough to do both. So I appreciate you listening. If you're listening on Sunday, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, And let's hope that in 2023, we can begin that march towards the reduction of homelessness that the president is admirably and audaciously seeking to achieve. So this is the Friends Indeed podcast, a short special edition. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can visit us at friendsindeedpas.org. 
And if you haven't made a donation before year end, that would be most appreciated also. All right, I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the new year.